When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. If you have a lot of mailing to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. Use the Stamps.com mobile app to mail everything you need to keep your business running with up to 89% off USPS and UPS. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Use code PROGRAM for a special offer. That's Stamps.com, code PROGRAM. Here we go, here we go, here we go, here we go, this is it. This is Top Flight Time Machine, I'm Andy Dawson, I'm Sam Nifty Delaney, so what? Welcome along to the first episode of 2021, Happy New Year everyone. Uh, Let's just all try and stay alive if we can throughout 2021. Uh, As you can probably tell, we are both still alive Mm. uh, here in 2021. Um, Long may that continue. (laughs) Sam... Do you have any update, first of all, on the pest control issue within your house? The pest control issue? Well, it's. Um, well, we should probably say, just a bit of housekeeping, that if this is the first time Andy and I have done a podcast together or even spoken to each other in two weeks. Uh, if mm-hmm. you've been listening to our prolific output over Christmas, <laughs> um, you wouldn't know that. We've got not gone anywhere for you cunts. Because we've been there every fucking day for you, in your fucking lug holes, making the torture of the festive season somewhat bearable with our soothing I words. Little, I keep seeing little tweets referencing bits that we've yeah. said in those episodes that we've put out, and I'm like, no idea yeah. what that's about. Because Don't remember that. That was three weeks ago. Because in, a, in the build-up to Christmas, we went into what can only be described as a pod frenzy. It was turbo podding, wasn't it? It it was podding like the likes of which had never been seen anywhere. Mm. We were podding Mm. morning, noon and night because we needed two weeks of full pod rest. And that's what we Mm. earned ourselves. But by the end, we were so balls deep into podding that I Mm. think we both reached a transcendental state. Yeah. Where we had no, it was the, the pod gods were speaking through us. And yeah, there was we, were we just weren't speaking in tongues, weren't we? We, we don't yeah. know what we said, right? We don't. We've no yeah. idea. Something else. We don't a, stand by a, any of it. A higher power absorbed our very beings, and so mm. what you heard in the things we said over Christmas, fuck knows. I don't know what it was. I don't want to know. Don't remind me. <clears> I'll. I never listen back. I used to listen back to these podcasts when we first started doing them. Now, can't be bothered. <laughs> what? Well, we did one every two weeks. Yeah. <laughs> oh, it's time, time for me to, to listen that. to my podcast. Children, gather round. <laughs> this, this week, Andrew and I are discussing the 93-94 Premier League season. <laughs> now, hands up who knows who Dean Windass is. <laughs> yeah. But, so anyway, we were... So, Look, the point I'm making is is that all those podcasts you've been listening to every day, they're thing in the past. We have had two solid weeks of rest. So this mm. is the first chance I've had to update anyone on what's been going on in my life. Because, I mean, we, we we did the emergency pod, of course, didn't we? Yeah. The first, the first visit of the uh, pest controller. Exactly. And that, yeah, that went was, out, that I think, was... the Sunday before Christmas. Yeah, and that I, was, yeah, that I talked to you all through yeah. that. And, it, and basically the deal was he was supposed to be coming back on the 30th. So on his first visit, he assesses... 
Mm-hmm. He takes a number of pictures, which, if you want, I'll post on Instagram or wherever people might be interested. Uh, he accesses. He has, he basically it's like when um, a security guy comes around, like you know, the, the CIA will go in advance to somewhere where the president yeah. is visiting, and they'll just come mm-hmm. in and look around to secure the parameters and so forth. You know, so yeah. they did yeah. a security assessment. Um, yes, the, the, there was a mouse active in my home, as I predicted, at least one. Confirmed. And so so yep. what they do is they put down a poison, as I said, he did, and then he takes all the photos of the different vulnerability, security vulnerabilities you have. And mm-hmm. you wouldn't believe it, mate. I'd advise anyone to get it done. You wouldn't believe the amount of vulnerabilities there are in the average mm. home. It's kind of like when you get one of these programs that scans your hard drive for... for um, mm rogue cookies yeah and such like and malware clean my mac it. that's what i use yeah i fucking that's, love that using one, that i might use that today yeah. it's like a treat every few months a new year mac clean oh i yeah. love it so it's kind of like that isn't it the initial assessment mm. it scans the entire environment yeah. from top to yeah. bottom and it was sickening it was sickening he was like terminator mm. or robocop you know when you see their point of view through through their eyes i tell you like, what it's like it's like when it's like it's like when you get like your kitchen assessed for germs, or they'll assess the the average kitchen Using that for light. germs, and they tell you that you're actually living in a fucking germ-addled death trap Filth pit, and yeah. there's flakes of shit everywhere, and you're like, yeah. but, but what? And you're like, but I'm so clean. Off. Yeah, but people yeah. say that. But if that was as true as they say, we'd all be dead, wouldn't we? Well, we've all got a certain level of tolerance mm. to germs, haven't we? Shit tolerance. We've got immune systems. That's what immune systems are for. Yeah. Do you remember when people used to use those touch screens in McDonald's oh. 10 months ago and you'd go in and they did research on them and they were all covered in shit. Of course shit they were. But, mate, people's fingers. people are still using those. My No, you can't get into McDonald's now, can you? My daughter told me, not at the moment, but in the summer when, like... What, when we were... Everything was open for a bit. They were using them again. Yeah. Fuck Why me. do you think it fucking spread again? This is it, right? Yeah. I mean, I don't want to get into the full COVID episode, but I personally, and this is purely because of the privileged position I find myself in, not because I'm a better person than the next cunt, but I personally didn't really distinguish between what people now call the first lockdown. And now mm. I basically carried on. Because A, I enjoyed it, and B, mm-hmm. I didn't need to do anything else. And I and I'm again, I must stress this is Same. not because I'm better or more responsible. It was mm. just I'm Lucky. in a, for various reasons I was in a privileged position to do that. Some people don't, and I'm and I'm sim- my th- sympathies with those people's and my gratitude, the ones who actually have to go out and do work that involves human contact. But but um, I just, people kept saying, oh, during lockdown. And they were saying this to me in like the summer. And I was like, what are you fucking talking about? We're still in it, aren't we? But then I realised <laughs> most people just very quickly went into just like full, like normality. My daughter yeah. told me that she'd been to a McDonald's and she'd used the touchscreen. <gasps> and yeah, I didn't tell her off for it, but I said, listen, use your nut, will you? You, that's idiotic. What are you doing that for? Yeah, you're gonna, you're gonna spread the disease. Yeah, um, that's how I knew that the touchscreens <sighs> were operative. Yeah, basically, there's germs everywhere. But that aside, uh, he scanned the the vulnerabilities and then he laid the poison and he said, "I'll come back 
and you remember he left he left the antidote for Nelson and and so forth. He did, yeah. But yeah. I left the antidote out. I don't know why. I just thought he's not going to go and fucking just start eating antidote for no oh, he reason. Didn't eat the antidote, did he? No, he didn't. But my wife found a jar and has labelled it. <laughs> I'm leaving it out forever because it looks so cool. It was quite a nice jar, actually. In fact, I'll show you. I've got an example here. This is a jar, a brown jar with a lid, a brass-looking lid that looks like yeah. something you'd get in an old Victorian chemist's, right? It does. It's slightly bigger than a specimen jar. That is a candle, yeah. right, in there. Right. But I, wow. as a fan of candles, which I, I'm very open about, I fucking love candles, right? I uh, this, this particular one I'm holding is you're a, a candleman. I fucking am, mate. You're a, you're a, you're a, you're a candleman. I I'm a candleman. I'm a fan of candles. I just fucking can't get enough of the soothing aromas of candles. This one is um, this is what I like to call a mandel, right? Because it's a, it's it's quite it's quite a masculine candle. Um, yeah. This is a sandalwood rose soy candle. <laughs> oh yes, very much Lovely. so. Yeah. Anyway, I burnt I burnt my last one of these, and so she cleaned out the jar, put the antidote in the jar, screwed it on because you can't. Our cat is so weird; it's the sort of thing it, like you could leave a fish out and he wouldn't fucking touch it; he'd turn his nose up at it, right? All but right. if you leave out like some antidote, he'll be like, "Oh, fuck, have that. That's well yeah, nice. Yeah, I love that. Oh, yeah. fucking antidote. That's my favourite." Um, so <laughs> she's put a label on it that reads Nelson's antidote. And we have it out on the on the. I, I refuse to put it away. I want it on display for if we ever have guests again, because it looks. Is a, there, what's this? Nelson's antidote. There, yeah, don't touch that, mate. What is it? Is don't, there a message? It is what it says, mate. It's an antidote yeah, for Nelson. It's for Nelson. <laughs> you can't have it. It's a very is, specific is there a message antidote. On there for Nelson. Does it say Nelson? Do not. T- Does it say Nelson? Do not touch on it. Yeah, and it's got a paw. A paw print yeah. that we've drawn, but then we've yeah. drawn a red circle and a line through through the paw. A line through it, of course, yeah. <laughs> to warn him, because he can't actually read English. He only responds long, to symbols. How long does the average mandel take to burn? Well, it depends. I mean, obviously, you know me. I live out loud, so I'm a binger in mm. anything I do, hence some of mm. my personal problems over the years. And so when it comes to candles, yeah, I won't. You're supposed to, like... The first time you light a candle, I think there's something that you're supposed to leave it burning for like a good couple of hours to burn off the the top layer. I can't remember why. Right. Um, but then you're supposed to make a candle last. Just do it in little blasts. You know. Oh, I think I'll fucking spread every few aromas through the room. Help myself chill out yeah. a bit. And it, but not mm. me. I'll be like, fucking light it. It's staying out all day until it's burnt. Which mm. is just probably stupid of me because. They're expensive, some of these candles, and I will just start one and it will just burn all day. I'll blow it out when I'm going to bed for safety reasons. You just exist around it. Burn, 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 burn. Just fucking love them, mate. Yeah, great. Um, Anyway, so, anyway, the geezer came, he was supposed to come back on dirt. If they did fuck me around, you know, like, I've given them good publicity. I'd shared the name of them. People, listeners to the podcast, to check them out. They probably got business off the back of me because well, I was this is impressed. Probably with... why you've, you've yeah, is over, over flooded with business because of your recommendation. Yeah, you shot yourself I, in the foot, I, really. I made friends with the guy Johnny the Mouse uh, from Romania. Mm-hmm. All good. And then it gets to the fucking thirtieth. I had it in my diary. Johnny the Mouse is coming back. Mm. So I text him, and he's like, "Very sorry." 
this didn't get put in my diary, we'll make new arrangement. Now, the problem with that oh. was it was an inconvenience, Sandy, because I had been asked by him in advance of his visit mm. to take the congestion, as he calls it, out of all mm. of our storage cupboards, like the cupboard under the stairs, the cupboard by the front mm. door. These are cupboards where I keep things like luggage, mm. um, half-filled pots of paint that I have yet to find a way of disposing of. We've had that discussion on many podcasts before. Um, a Santa Claus outfit, various tools, drill bits, etc. Mm-hmm. You know the mm-hmm. sort of thing. The cupboards that you mm. fucking cram shit into, right? Bric-a-brac, we'll call it. Bric-a-brac yeah. cupboards. And he was like, you got a, you must clear bric-a-brac congestion, right? Mm. Oh, fucking hell. So where you put it though? We spent a whole it go? It's there for a we reason. We flooded the front room with bric-a-brac. Yeah. Right. Yeah. On the thirtieth. On the thirtieth, and the cunt never turned up. And I was getting calls throughout the day from his office saying he's on his way, he's on his way, he's on his way. Then it wasn't Johnny the Mouse; it's someone else, which I was very disappointed about because I thought I felt there was a connection between us. And then in the end, he turns up, and uh, I won't give away too much of my whereabouts, my geolocation. But yeah, of course not. He rings up and he says, "I outside home. Where are you right?" Mm-hmm. And I go, "I'm fucking on my doorstep, mate, and I can't see you anywhere." My postcard postcode begins with an SW and then a number. Mm-hmm. He was at an SE and then the same number. So not only did he not feel as though that connection between you two was strong enough for him to come back on the thirtieth. He couldn't even remember. No, this was a different lived. dickhead. This was a different dickhead. Oh, a different one. It was right, his. Gotcha. It was his right. colleague, also a Romanian, Terry the Mouse. Well, that that in itself is quite hurtful. Yeah, I was a bit hurt. He I was like, co- he "Mind coming hasn't... back, mate?" Yeah, we could have another little chat. I thought we had a we had a connection. We were going Why places before. We were chatting again? about football and everything. I was, you were asking him so many questions. Why would he not want to come back? Oh, yeah, that might be it. I not go back to that man crazy. He no stop talk. He talk, 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 talk. 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 So many questions. I, mind your own fucking business. I don't ask you about your job. About fucking podcasting. I think podcasting. you're trying to set up old pest control business. You try to, try to bleed information from me. Yeah, it was like that, actually. That's what he probably thought I was up to. Yeah. Eventually, they rearranged. I did. I went slightly... Not full, but I went slightly... Anyone who remembers my encounters over the years with companies such as Avis or Xerox... Yes. Yeah. It it verged on that, but it didn't go fully like that because I just felt... I You know, I was like... Mate, I'm speaking to the woman who runs the office. My whole home is full of bric-a-brac. <laughs> There's bric-a-brac fucking everywhere. What am I supposed to do with this bric-a-brac? Well, I, I suppose I could put it back in the cupboard... But then I'd only have to bring it all out again in two days' time. I'd have to get it out again. (laughs) You've inconvenienced me and my family. I was fucking furious about the bric-a-brac situation. Anyway, uh, in the end, they came back two days later. I had to get up, get all the bric-a-brac out again. Different bloke comes back, doesn't speak a word of English. I had to actually call his... um, (laughs) Clever. I had to call... that. Yeah, he was fucking pretend. You'll pretend not to speak English. If you know, he'd just not leave you alone. You'll be there fucking oh, hours. <laughs> he asking you about tiny microscopic ants. I ended up making up things that didn't exist. <laughs> he probably did. Do you remember he told well, me about some of these ants that I'd never heard of? And I don't think you'd heard of them either. They were imperceptible no. to the human eye. Yeah, yeah. And they're everywhere. The ones that live inside, the ones that live inside your flower. Your, your flower. 
yeah. exactly. And, and you have to you have to sort of kill the queen by proxy or something, don't you? Yeah. Um, but yeah, in retrospect, I've, I've done a bit of digging. I don't think that exists. I think that he just thought, oh, I'm just gonna fucking say anything to this bloke. He'll believe anything. He's so wide-eyed and excitable. He'll believe about anything. To, I tell him to do with bugs or vermin. It's a candle-burning manchild. <laughs> Would you like a sniff of my candle? <laughs> it's sandalwood. <laughs> you probably only have the the horrible, sticky aroma of rats in your nostrils all day. <laughs> this might clean them out. It'll be a holiday for your nostrils. <laughs> Every day is a holiday for my nostrils. Fucking <laughs> <laughs> beat me, Timmy. <laughs> this scented candle obsession. Honestly, mate, if someone says to me in the build-up to Christmas, what do you want for Christmas? Which less people do than they used to, of course. But if they do, course, yeah. as an adult male, it's quite hard to mm. answer that question, isn't it? Like, you go like, mm. well, I don't really know. I fucking know now. I go, do you know what I say? Get me a candle or a fucking candle. blanket. Those are the two things that I like. <laughs> People go, are you fucking Comfort. joking? Go, that's right, cunt. Yeah, yeah. That's right. I want a fucking candle because I like to relax. I like comfort. Mm-hmm. All the other shit I'll get for myself. But that's those things are indulgences that I will yeah. rarely, if ever, spend money on myself. Mm. But I like them and they're treats. And, they're, you know, I don't well, have many treats in my life, so... I, I, I mean, I'm on the same level. What were my two main self-purchases of 2020? They were the hammock yeah, and then the reclining armchair. Oh. So, you know, there we go. The reclining armchair, the I've forgotten about that. The only things beauty. I bought for myself. Yeah, but, yeah. Uh, I mean, if you're going to invest, invest in comfort, like we've said before. Buy the yeah. best pillow you can afford. Buy the best duvet. You can, buy the best bed you can afford. Invest if you're in buy comfort. stocks and shares. Mm. Invest in companies that provide comfort. Yeah. Because that's where it's at. I only play the comfort markets myself. <laughs> I told my broker a few years ago, I said, I want, fuck all this diversification. I want you to pile everything. I want you to free up. I want you to liquidate all of my funds, liquefy them, because yep. um, yep. I know all the terms, obviously. And mm-hmm. I want you to then pump them into just the comfort market. And then... But sir, the uh, but Mr. Lady, I must warn you, the comfort market can be rather volatile. I don't pay you to think. Well, you actually do, sir. (laughs) I pay you. I pay you to pump. (laughs) Now pump into the comfort markets. Pump it hard. I'm talking (laughs) pillows, duvets, mattresses, bed frames, (laughs) springs, feathers. (laughs) <laughs> the raw materials Down. of comfort <laughs> memory foam man memory foam <laughs> do you not read the not financial the... times comfort pages <laughs> pump it into the foam itself buy it at source <laughs> invest at source <sighs> invest in a foam mine one of those ones in Africa <laughs> yeah. by the time it reaches John Lewis they've marked it up we shall invest in the mine itself. <laughs> African foam mine. Good name for a band. Anyway. Yeah. Uh, so where was I? Yeah, so he turns out. Uh, yeah, so basically, the, the uh, when in uh, over the Christmas period, I found one dead mouse. It surprised right. the hell out of me. I was having a sweep up with the old um, Bernard Langer, right? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> 
Boxing Day. For I'm going to treat myself. Have a bit of a Bernard Langer sweep. I've got to say, mate. Post Christmas sweep up. The Bernard Langer has. Um, I feel a bit bad for it because since I got the shark, because the shark has the hard force four setting, mm. you kind of don't. It's in a way, it's made it's, the Bernard Langer a bit redundant, hasn't it? It's redundant, and it's standing there watching on. Yeah. Oh, he has got a new shark. <laughs> I am no longer worthy. He is gutted. Yeah. <laughs> I- it's like in Toy Story where Buzz Lightyear comes along and the other shitter toys are like, oh, who's this yeah, cunt coming yeah, and stealing all the, the glory? Yeah, the feeling, yeah. It's so, been, uh, cast uh, aside through yeah, progress. Yeah, so it's just there gathering dust now, looking mournfully at me with my mm. fucking shark, just destroying the mess on the kitchen floor. The cat biscuits oh, that Nelson leaves around everywhere. Anyway, so I was having a sweep up. The and shark is I, magnificent though, isn't it? Oh, fucking hell. Well, I said it on Twitter something the other day, so it's probably the highlight of my 2020 Yeah, was getting that shark. It was the biggest game changer that happened to me in 2020 was the shark. I mean... I've seen so many other people say the same thing and it, it brings me such joy Yeah, that people are wising up to it. I just feel stupid that I didn't get one sooner because, as you know, it became a political matter in my marriage. Well, this is what happens, though, isn't it? You can't, you can't feel bad about it. You, I'm, I'm not going to say won. You all won because you got We're the shot. We're all winners, yeah. You're all winners. But, you know, it's one of those to and fro things that happens within a marriage, isn't it? And eventually one side buckles. And, uh, well, I, and I just did that thing, which I rarely do. I just fucking lost it. I just went, I didn't lose it, as in I didn't lose my temper. But internally, I was just like, do you know what? Fuck this. I'm getting a fucking shark. I work hard. It. I pod hard every yeah. day. Yeah. I deserve to spend my money on what I want. I am the man of this house. On life's <laughs> indulgences. And, like, Len's really into it as well. Because why wouldn't you be if you're a nine-year-old boy? It's got fucking headlights on it. It's got a variety of settings. You can remove it yeah. from the main shaft and it turns into you a sort of Ghostbusters-style thing, right? Yeah. I mean, he loves it. We've even got a song. Because I go, right, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to shark it up today. And so now, like... <laughs> You know, Stir It Up by Bob Marley and the Whalers, those cunts that nick my cat. Shark it up. <laughs> shark it up, little darling. Shark it up. <laughs> Quite right. Fucking great, mate. Jalapeño. Here's a brief but annoying message to let you know that you wouldn't be hearing this brief but annoying message if you were a subscriber to our Iron Filing Society Patreon offering. For the price of a pint and a St. Clements each month, you can get up to four episodes a week, nine months before the rest of the world gets them early access to regular episodes, lots of other marvellous benefits, and there's absolutely no adverts or brief but annoying messages like this that will get right on your ticks. Find out more and subscribe now at tftimemachine.com slash ironfilings. Jalapeño. Here's a cool fact. A crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Another cool fact, you can get short-term health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans are designed for people who are between jobs, coming off their parents' plan, or turning a side hustle into a full-time gig. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. Get more cool facts about United Healthcare short-term plans at uh1.com. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. 
Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Jalapeño. Anyway, I was Bernard Langer in it, probably out of pity for the Bernard Langer. Mm. It was Christmas. Yeah. I thought, I'll give the cunt a treat, bring him out of retirement. Yeah. Get it and out. Uh, yeah. then suddenly, time, whoa, probably. fucking hell, there's a dead mouse. I, I knew that I'd encounter it as, um, eventually. It was just lying outside. Where was it? Where, where, well, weirdly, was it was lying outside the cupboard where I knew it had been operating, which was right. the cupboard under the sink. That was its chief area of operation. I knew that's right. where it was. So I kept thinking I will eventually open that cupboard and find it dead in there, having binged mm. on poison. Oh, all right, poison mm-hmm. binge. I know it's bad for me, but I can't help it. It's so moorish. Lovely, lovely poison. <laughs> and... Uh, and I was expecting that. But somehow it had died and then come outside of the cupboard. Fuck knows how or when. But it had and mm. it was just lying dead. And uh, it was actually... Perhaps it had done some kind of dramatic final speech. <laughs> it was like that, in its yeah. death throes That's what it felt like because it had never Look got out of that cupboard did before. To me. Yeah, it, See what you have done! It had launched its dying form through the doors yeah. onto the floor. Yeah. So regard, regard your wickedness. Yeah, yeah. Look upon it. I, I lie before you, dying of poison. See what you have created. Poison that you you employed You're... a Romanian to come and set for me. See, see what you have created, you false god. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, um, but I've got to say. It was. I was. I was prepared in the in the weeks leading up to this inevitability for it to be quite grotesque. But it looked. It was really. It did look peaceful. So I don't think it actually had a, pain, a painful day. Well, <laughs> we all look peaceful when we're dead, mate. Right, and then you know, unless we've been battered with a hammer. And then, but it also just. I don't know. It looked. It was cute, actually. I was half tempted mm. to give it a little stroke because its coat looked quite mm. for a wild animal. It looked. They're very smooth, aren't they? Yeah, that was the yeah. thing that astonished me the most. It's like it looked yeah. like a domesticated mouse, like one you keep as a pet, because it was so smooth. It looked yeah. its hair looked lovely and like almost conditioned. I've touched a dead mouse before. Yeah, in that manner, because yeah, it's really smooth. It. Why not? Is Why it, wouldn't you, you? You found it too inviting. I couldn't stop myself. Yeah, <laughs> I just had to give it a little stroke. I swept Surprised it. you didn't actually. No, I had to move quickly because I didn't want any of the family to see it because oh, right. um, my wife and my daughter really are not comfortable around rodents. And right. Len just really is such an animal lover. He just hated the idea of any oh, of these yeah. animals being killed. So I knew yeah. it would have got upset. And of course, Nelson just ignored it because it was dead. Yeah, Nelson was like, what's that dead <laughs> thing doing over there? <laughs> So I, that. I swept it up, and as tempted as I was to lob it over into Raggedy Ann's garden over the fence, <laughs> I thought, no, knowing her, she'll catch me. She's probably got fucking cameras operating. So I chucked yeah. it out the back of the garden where I thought no one would find it. Um, and then you put it in the bin. I knew there was nah. I knew there was a nut. I thought I'll let right. it rot up the back of the garden. Okay, like nature intended. Yeah, and uh, give it back to Mother Earth. I thought. If not, okay. it'll go down the dump and it'll get put on the... Mi- no, it goes over there on a mice pile, mate. Can't they just put it in garden waste? No, mate. Read the sign. Mice go over there. 
Very well. <laughs> but and you then... died in the garden. You sure? Yes. <laughs> yeah. Okay, no. You sure it weren't poisoned in your kitchen by a Romanian? Right. I'll listen to your podcast, you cunt. <laughs> we I know all exactly do. what's been happening. <laughs> all the lads here do, all the dump lads. Why? Because <laughs> we've seen you come here hanging about. We want to find more out about you. So we can do our research and the sort of shit you might be bringing down here. <laughs> we regard you as a figure of fun, beat me, Timmy. <laughs> Don't call me that! <laughs> all right, fish cake then. <laughs> Not that either! <laughs> anyway, take my mouse. And do you know what they do with that fucking mouse? They would have. I tell you what, they would have done, mate. They'd have put it on. Would they have recycled it? No. They would have stuck it on a fucking ship with about a billion other mice, shipped it over to fucking China, some bit of China yeah. that's bigger than the whole of Europe, but that you've never heard of. It's bigger than yeah. Europe, but it's their fucking fourth biggest city, right? Yeah. And they've got huge holes that they rent out to the west, and those mice get dumped into these fucking holes in Burnt. China, right? Mm. And they take over a millennia to fully decompose. Right. Fuck that. Okay. I chucked it at the back of the garden. Chucked it up the top of the garden. Right. Then okay. I thought, that could be it. But no, I knew there was another one because mm. I saw Nelson acting agitated around the bottom of the fridge. Yeah. And he was trying to get Good his sight. claw yeah. underneath and then he was looking over his shoulder and just going to me, and I was like, mate, <laughs> shut up. Because I was thinking, clearly he's fucking sent something under there. But yeah. I don't need the, the rest of the family knowing about this because I can't deal with not. the drama. So I was, going, reasons, I, I was yeah. looking at him. We were watching. So I was going, fucking shut up. Shut up, you cunt. And he's going, <laughs> he didn't say mouse. I was hoping he would. But not everyone's Branbury. Not everyone's Branbury, no. And he goes, he's going, Wah! so I knew it was there. So anyway, when Terry the mouse came... He he moved the fridge. He found a dead mouse. He put it in a bag with a load of other rubbish. And he sent it to China. He, he couldn't speak a word of fucking English. <laughs> like literally, even the smallest things. I was having to call this woman who's his like handler, yeah. and it, we had the phone on speaker interpreting. And he goes, but he did say he held the bag up and he pointed. It was a see-through plastic bag. He pointed. He went, "I find mouse dead now." And I was like, oh, good. <laughs> Cheers, mate. Um, and then he secured everything using expanding foam and wire wool. Of course. Which was good. Yeah. And then he fucked off. And I have a warranty for six months. Excellent. So any anything at all gets in in the next six months. Even also, they come back and free of charge, they come and exterminate. But I, don't, I think yeah. that the house has now been fully secured using expanding foam, which, by the way, is fucking awesome. Isn't it? Of course it is. Yeah, that's what I used last time round. I don't. I'm not familiar with wire wool. I'm not sure why you'd want to use wire wool. There, are some people advise me about wire wool on uh, Twitter. Um, it's just the it's other thing, thing that you stuff into tiny gaps. Right. But I mean, yeah, the foam's okay. more fun to use. But wire wool. Is I've it, got some wire wool. wool. I'll, I'll do. I'll find is something to do with it. Maybe I'll do some crafting. Yeah, maybe you will while you burn a candle. Yeah. A little while away the evening. I might do that this afternoon when we finish potting. I might just like, yeah, relax with a candle and some wire wool. And some crafting. Yeah. yeah. Hey, um, now I texted you about this um, just before Christmas because the better vermin story than my own, and I'll try and be quick, is uh, my brother Cass, who we don't talk about as much as we used to on the podcast. One of the reasons for that is he moved away 
in lockdown, he was like, fuck this. And he sold up in London and bought a fucking really nice uh, big house in the country, right? Yeah, um, he saw which way the wind was blowing, didn't he? He saw it, yeah. Very clever. He had the tours of it during lockdown, virtual tours and all of that, and he just did it, Mm -hmm. and he saw that the... There was a stamp duty holiday. He thought, I'm fucking cashing in here. Yeah, I'm all over that. Yeah. And, you know, I've got to hand it to him. He's living in a lovely part of the world in the countryside. It, he's got a stream running through his fucking garden, right? Oof, lovely. And, uh, he, and he basically did a deal with his work where he cut it down to, like, I think three days a week. And he only actually has to go into the office in London one of those days. Brilliant. So, dreamland, basically. Good yeah. luck to him. I called him up. Free man of the land. I can't remember what I called him about just before Christmas. And he, anyway, cut a long story short, obviously he's dealing with all sorts of... He's getting used to... He's, he's born and bred London his whole life. And suddenly he's having to get used to country ways. And so me having mm. one fucking mouse is like nothing to him. He's had loads of the cunts, right? He had he had uh, traps around all over the place. He went, oh, it's quite good. I like... In the morning, you wake up and you go and check the boxes because you put these boxes out with poison in, right? And a little hole yeah. that the mouse can get in. And he goes, you open it up and it's quite exciting in the morning. You open up, see how many mice you've caught overnight. Yeah. He goes, and then yeah. I go and lob them in the stream. Well, that came back <clears> to haunt him because the stream flooded over Christmas because his wife sent Uh-oh. pictures. And I was like, I know why that is. He's put about a fucking hundred dead it's mice full, in there. He's built a mouse dam. Yeah. The, the, the stream bed... Yeah, has grown. It's just pure mice. It's full of mice. It's just and of pure course, mouse the, now. The, the banks, the banks have burst, haven't they? Yeah. yeah. But better than that, Fucking right? He goes, well, stuff, that. he goes, I've, we've, we've got, I think we've got a rat now. And I went, yeah. Why do you think that? He goes, well. And he obviously thought he was like fucking what Ace Ventura pet detective, right? <laughs> He's going, well, because he goes, I've gone to get a potato. In the kitchen, <clears throat> no explanation. Just I've gone to get a potato. I've gone to get a potato. <laughs> he went. I've gone to get a potato. Yeah. He went, and I pick up this potato, and he goes, and it's uh, one side of it looks like it's been sort of grated, but then put oh. back in the bag. And I said, weird. He went, yeah, quite weird. And then I thought, well, you can sometimes grate potatoes. I mean, my wife might have done to make a. Po- and I said, what for? And he goes to make a potato rusty. <laughs> and I went, oh yeah, fair enough, mate. Whatever. I'm thinking, fuck me. How the other half live? Half a potato. <laughs> half a potato. Great. It just for the sake of a rusty. Whatever the fuck that is. Rusty. Right. Um. Anyway, so I thought that's funny. He went. So anyway, I thought that's dodgy. I'm not going to have that potato just in case because it. Who knows why? It might have been grated for a rusty, but it could be. Rat scratches, right? Mm. So I chucked it. He went, the next day, I went back for another potato. I'm like, is this some sort of children's book? One day, the (laughs) farmer went to fetch a potato, but the potato was scratched. The next day, he went back again for another potato. Why do you keep going for single potatoes, mate? Do you eat them like fucking apples or something, right? So what are you doing, your country? We're in the country now. You eat potatoes like they're fucking apples. One potato at a time. You don't bloody cook your potatoes. That's for city folk. <laughs> you seen them up in London, bloody mashing them and boiling them and frying them because they're too bloody soft to eat them raw. Here, here, we grate them, put them on some cheese. That's how we eat them. <laughs> Always have done. 
But their stomachs, they, they, you've got city stomachs. They're not, they can't take raw potato in them. Soft <laughs> city stomachs. <laughs> Full of wine and cocaine. Anyway, <laughs> he, uh, he, he goes, I went back. He went, and I thought, hang on, pal, there's a potato missing. Mm. And I went, what, do you count your potatoes? He goes, well, I don't potato. count them. He goes, but I knew how many potatoes were, had been there. And there was one missing. And I asked my wife and she said she hadn't used it. And that's when I said, right, that's it. Yesterday there was a grated potato. Today there's a missing potato. I think we've got a rat. So yeah. he said he got um, a rat trap. Uh, so hang on. So the, the, the rat has gone from uh, grating a, a potato, potato to taking an entire potato what back he to thought, its I, What I reckon... Because I've obviously been thinking about what's been going through the rat's mind. <laughs> I thought the first night the rat's gone, I'm going to have a bit of this. Oh, this is where they keep the potatoes. Great. I'll have a nibble on it, right? So he's scratched yeah. some away and eaten it like that. And then the next night he's come back and he thought, to be honest, that was such a ball ache. And I'm running the risk the whole time I'm here that one of them's going to come in and find me out. <laughs> I'm better off just fucking taking a potato and taking it home. And then I better can eat rig- in peace. Back to me, rat rig. Yeah, I can fucking eat in peace then. What's the point? I'm not going to... Yeah, I'll just fucking take it. So he's gone back. He's taken the whole thing. So Cass thought, right, we've got a fucking rat. But this is the best bit, right? It's the way he says these things to me very casually, as if they're just normal, yeah. right? Maybe they are. Maybe I'm the abnormal one. But then, yeah, so anyway, I uh, wanted to be sure that we had a rat. So I'd bought... Um, Sue, that's his wife. I'd, uh, I bought Sue these night vision cameras, and so uh, they they were for they were for her birthday. But I had to just like reveal the surprise early. Her birthday's just for Christmas. Yeah, I just had to reveal it early and go look. Um, I've got these. Uh, I, I, look, I got you some night vision cameras for your birthday, but we're going to have to. <laughs> yes, we do. We're going to have to open them early because we've got yeah. a rat to catch, right? And she went. Uh, no, I went, what have you... Yeah, all right, just hold up one second. Why did you get your wife night vision cameras? She goes... Exactly. He said, because she thinks there's badgers at the bottom of the garden and she wants to fucking see them. So she wants, oh, to, right. she wants to set up a, cam- a night vision camera rig at the bottom of the garden like she's doing yeah. autumn watch or something. Like on autumn watch, exactly, yeah. So she did. So it's quite, right. oh, quite nice. But it was just the casual ways if he's like... Well, you have got night vision camera rig in your house, haven't you? So he said. So he said to her, oh, "Look, I've got you these, but and they were going to be a romantic gift, but I'm going to need them now because we've got a rat to catch." So they open. Thinking out potatoes. They open. <laughs> I'm like thinking, fucking out. Country life is astonishing. <laughs> right. It's not as fucking laid back as I thought. It would be. No. So he said, "He goes." So anyway, we set up these cameras. Yeah, in the kitchen near the where the potatoes are kept. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> anyway, and uh, the next morning I woke up and uh, and Sue came in and she went, yeah, I've checked the footage. Looks like we do have a rat. In fact, we've definitely got a rat. And I right. said, right, how big is it? And she said, well, it's hard to tell you. And what do you mean it's hard to tell? She went, well, because it's quite amazing. You're looking at the footage and you're spooling through it and there's no mm. rat anywhere. And it's quite a wide angle, right, on the kitchen. No sign of a rat. She went, and then all of a sudden, a rat's face pops up right up close Whoa. to the lens. In a classic yeah. case of, all right, cunts. 
<laughs> he came from nowhere. And she said he was so close and he looked straight into the lens. Like, yeah, filming me, are you? You fucking weirdos. <laughs> you fucking perverts. I've heard about the humans who get off on watching fucking rats go about their potato business. <laughs> Try to have a look at me rat cock, are you? Well, it's not going to happen. I've got pads on. Because <laughs> I came prepared for fuck. I heard you've moved up from the city. Fucking weird city, folk. I've already been in your pads drawer, Nick, your pads are wearing them. <laughs> yeah, so they couldn't work out um, how big the rat was because it was too clear. It popped up, looked right down the lens almost threateningly, and then it went down again. And then they. Wow. And that was the last I heard of it. He said he'd bought a, he said he bought a trap so big. He said it was the mm. same brand as the mouse traps, but the rat ones were so big. And I said, how big? And he claimed that he, he could fit his own 24 year old son inside of it if he wanted to, <laughs> which I thought was a strange way for his brain to go. But that's how he described that. That was, I thought he was going to give me measurements like, oh, it's about, you know, a, a foot by two feet. And I went out big. He went my fully pubic son into it. Yeah, he went. I, I could, I could fit Fred in it. And I was just like, left the long pause. Went. If I right, had okay. You've obviously been <laughs> sizing that up because <laughs> his son's staying with him at the moment, and he's just been looking at him, right. that fucking cunt. He's, <laughs> he's going. going in there. He's going in the fucking rat trap, and he's not careful. <laughs> <laughs> Eating all my. He's the other cunt licking my potatoes. If it's not the rat, it's him. I thought he'd flown the nest. Now he's back eating my potatoes. And every time I want to watch reruns of Minder, he's watching one of his Netflix fucking dramas. I'm sticking him in the fucking rat trap when his mum's out. I'll wait for his mum to go out to the shops. He's watching that one about the fucking chess. I'm trying to watch Minder. (laughs) What's this? A programme about a woman who plays chess. Fucking hell, this generation... (laughs) <laughs> I didn't move to the country for this. <laughs> I got rats grating my potatoes. Kids watching chess programs. Bursting. They're both it's going in the rat trap. I came here for a peaceful life. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to catch up with him today. So we've had no updates on that then. Hmm? We've had no further updates on that. No, because I haven't. I haven't. I spoke to him on Boxing Day. That's it. I'm gonna. I'm gonna call him today. I have to be careful because if he gets the sense that I'm trying to get content for the podcast, yeah. he got wise yeah. to that because yeah. he kept, he's never listened to the podcast, but he kept getting reports from other people. Like apparently he was right. in a work meeting with a client. Yeah. Uh, this is about a year or so ago, and he was trying to you know give it the big one. And the client said at the end of the meeting, oh, uh, by the way, uh, uh, do, you, do you have a brother called Sam Delaney? And he's gone, yeah. Might have. Yeah, might have. Who's <laughs> fucking asking? Right. <laughs> uh, oh, we listened to his podcast. I do it because he talks about having a brother called Cass. And I was like, and Cass was like, you fucking can't. I've been fucking in this meeting, giving it fucking Billy Big Bollocks, trying to act like I'm a, a professional human being. And then suddenly, this cunt who I've been trying to impress has been sitting there the whole time, probably thinking, I mean, Cass doesn't know, he's probably thinking, ah, so you're the cunt who fell off that wall outside Lord's. <laughs> you're the cunt who fell asleep inside a nunnery, pissed. <laughs> so yeah. he cottoned on to that, and fair enough. Fair enough. While we're on that subject, when 
Roy the Rovers editor Barry Tomlinson. Oh God! Post stuff on Twitter about mm. Roy the Rovers. Um, can can listeners of this podcast not fucking at us in or tell him about us because <laughs> he's following us now on Twitter. Yeah, he's following, he's following us. Me it's a on disaster. Twitter. Yeah, he's following me um, too. Yeah. I, I, is is that gonna help the Melchester Odyssey or will that possibly hinder the Melchester Odyssey? Fucking have a think about that. No, nah, but I, I, yeah, look, start- look, on the one hand, yeah, probably best not to. But my attitude is more to not upset him because he probably wouldn't get the humour and he'd be upset. And obviously, he's yeah. you know, guy's crazy. Yeah, but, exactly. But he's got a lot of fondness for Ron. But be, but be, but also, let's be clear, <clears throat> he can't stop us doing the Manchester Odyssey. He can't. You can't no, stop us can't. talking about something that's in the public domain. Can't he do might that. Try. He, he might try. He can try. He can try, but he can't. That. You know, we'll you're talking about something in the public domain. The main thing is, let's. The, the poor bloke is not going to find it amusing. So don't. No point. He's is, an old man. It's, it's not for him. <clears throat> it's not for him. No, it's not. Keep him out of it. <laughs> Fuck's sake. Yeah. Right. That's it from this one. I think um, it's been a nice comeback. <clears throat> Start of the new year and all that. Um, all the regular stuff's coming throughout the week. Life Logistics, uh, we're in the uh, Ripley's Odyssey at the minute. And Melchester, if you are IFS, if you're not, why not? Treat yourself to New Year. Yes. Give it a month, see what you think. You know what I mean? Fuck it off it if you think it's it bollocks. But yeah. all the best stuff's on IFS anyway. Of course it is. Um, and that's it. We'll be back with Friday. We're gonna, we were going to do it today, but we haven't had time. We were going to uh, catch up with our psychic friend, uh, Nicholas Ojula. Oh, yeah. You remember the Egyptian. does predictions every year. He didn't see COVID coming last year, I don't think, even though he reckons he did. So we'll catch up on him. I mean, this, this, this 2020 should have put that come out of business once and for all. But no, the I thought it would have done. But no, no, no. He's still around. He's back. So we'll see what he's got to say on Friday. Uh, that's it. Thanks for listening, everybody. Goodbye. Bye bye. Thank you so much. It's the Kia Summer Sticker Sales Event, so give your friends something to look at. Like a B&B with an ocean view, an endless field of wildflowers, or a sunset that needs no filter. Make this a summer to share and save with a capable Kia SUV or powerful sedan. See your local Kia dealer or visit Kia.com to learn more. Kia, movement that inspires. Call 800-334-KIA for details. Always drive safely. Sale applies to purchase of specially tagged 2024 vehicles only. Quantities are limited. Must take delivery by 7824.